Hey, hi everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond Eight Figures. This is AJ, the journeyman entrepreneur with another Beyond Eight Figure episode for you. On the show, we talk with top entrepreneurs about the realities of building an eight-figure business, what success really means to them, and hear from them about some of their winning strategies and tactics. Tune in to each episode to learn how to grow your business beyond 10 million, and more importantly, create your own personal legacy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond Eight Figures. Today, we have a guest who is really going through a very cool entrepreneurial journey. I've talked a lot about how amazing I find it about some entrepreneurs who start doing things and then kind of on their journey, take something that maybe is a small role and turn it into a full company. Today's guest in the face of COVID has started a virtual assistance and now much larger type of role company. They provide virtual assistance to fast-growing companies around the world, but mostly the U.S. What is so interesting is the assistants, the temps, the bookkeepers, the assistants, the people that they're putting in companies are all military spouses. Now, my dad was in the military when I was born, and I remember a little bit of moving when I was very little. It's kind of faded into the background so far back but just having my mom jumping around to different roles. So this experience is kind of cool to see what today's guest has done. Now, what's also so interesting is this company came out of the fact that she was helping another entrepreneur as an assistant, and they were so impressed with her work that they wanted her to build a company around what she was doing to help him grow his own company. Always kind of cool when you see entrepreneurs working together and finding ways to kind of pair. But she's grown so much that while this first entrepreneur still has his own company, he now also works for her. Pretty damn cool. I'm really looking forward to learning about today's guest, Michelle Penzak's entrepreneurial journey as the CEO of Squared Away. Hello, Michelle. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I am so happy to have you. I've been going through Squared Away and I've been going through your background. I am really, I think this is very cool what you're doing and I can't wait to learn more and to share with the audience about your experiences as an entrepreneur. Thank you for coming on the show. In going through your background and looking at the not-for-profits, the for-profits, the work you've been putting in with Squared Away, could you maybe share with us a little bit of where you see yourself on your own entrepreneurial journey? Oh my goodness. It's still so hard to define myself as an entrepreneur because I feel like that word feels so big and it feels like I have such big shoes to fill, if that makes any sense whatsoever. But I feel like I'm just helping solve a problem for a lot of people in a lot of different ways across the board be it military spouses, companies who are struggling in one area where they need assistance to just kind of help them in a multitude of support areas, be it venture capital, independent contractors who are consultants, that kind of thing, and they just need an extra pair of hands. I feel like I'm just helping solve a lot of problems. And that's what I'm good at. I'm very much a fixer. So I feel like I'm fixing a lot of areas. So As an entrepreneur, it's hard to kind of shift that mindset from being a fixer and a doer to a big idea implementer. And given that you have started getting some really nice traction over the thing, have you found that like 
the role you're playing? Obviously, as you say, you're trying to move past being the fixer to the idea person. But what are some things you're finding that are either making it more important to do so or maybe are helping you get there? Yeah. So a lot of being an entrepreneur, I found at Squared Away and as we're getting bigger and bigger, has just been being a good leader and defining what that means to me and what that means for my team as we grow and scale and how I want to teach them and how I want them to teach me. My favorite phrase is be curious always. I don't pretend to have all the answers and my team doesn't pretend to have all the answers. Between saying be curious and I don't know, I don't know what other phrases are said more at Squared Away, but we kind of figure it out together. It's very much a collaborative effort internally. So as we continue to grow and scale, the more that we can work together, I define my leadership style as that trickles down to my team and we end up creating more leaders internally. And that helps us as we continue to grow. Now... When you started Squared Away, because I love that you have like processes, you have people specifically, you know, and you also have a background as a virtual assistant. How did you kind of move from virtual assistants to very specific roles? And it seems like you're expanding the roles that you and your team are able to handle. Where did that kind of come from? As our team came in, everybody was expected to handle basic admin tasks. And we put them through training to be able to handle the basics of what our clients were looking for. But then it got more into the niche areas of venture fundraising, more project management, more digital marketing, those bigger areas. And it was all about, well, what are you more interested in? Where do your passions lie? Because some people are really interested in working with deal flow management inventor, and some people are really interested in social media marketing. And it was all just letting them have the freedom to pursue their passions internally and say, okay, well, who do you want to work with? What do you find interesting? Because if you're doing something that you don't really enjoy, that's going to get to you. And eventually, you're not going to want to do it anymore. And we want to continue to foster that curiosity with our teammates. And eventually they grew into those roles that they love. Kelsey is our director of operations. She is very much a process-minded person and she loves that. So she's helped us build pretty much all of our processes internally at Squared Away. It is fascinating just seeing this. And because of the military spouses as being partner, it's funny, um, my sister is ex-Army, and then she worked for the Army when she met her husband, who's Homeland Security. But like, you know, and they always have joked, oh, you have to be a minor. But like something like this is really cool because they have looked, you know, I know from them as they looked at like different balancing points, you know, how difficult it was for them to be like, well, if we do this, what do I do? And are your teams, given that, you know, our military is around the world. Are your team spread around the world or are they predominantly in the U.S.? Yeah. So right now, most of our team is actually in the U.S. and Europe. We have a few teammates that are scattered in other areas. We have a teammate in India. We have a couple in Japan. So it's really just where the military takes you. As an entrepreneur, as you are building this, what's something that you feel has helped you the most 
on this journey you've taken or you know improved your efforts? Oh my goodness. My co-founder has been amazing. He's been an incredible mentor for me. He is not military affiliated, but he's very much challenged me to be a better leader and a better mentor for my team. I would be flying blind if it weren't for him, but always just kind of challenging me to back into a problem or an issue that pops up from a different perspective that be curious has always come from him and definitely take the time to give myself a pat on the back, but also, you know, what's going to be the next thing to break always be forward thinking. So I, I would say definitely having him as my mentor, but then also just taking time to press pause and resituate myself because life can go a million miles an hour. And there's always going to be a task that needs to be done or an email that needs to be answered. But taking that time to realign myself and just get my bearings is extremely important. How did you meet your co-founder? He was actually one of my clients. (laughs) I was kind of guessing that. And I love that concept. All right. So he was one of your clients. We worked together for a while. And it was very much a, we had the best client relationship because it's everything I've ever tried to foster with our clients at Squared Away. That collaborative partnership, not a delegator, delegatee type situation. Very much a collaborative partnership. And he called me one day and said, I need you to basically clone yourself because my company is growing. I need you to grow as well. And I thought he was crazy at the time. And to this day, still probably do in some aspects. I told him if we were going to do it, we were going to do it with military spouses. And that's kind of how the ground got laid. So is he still doing his own company or has he come and joined you full time? Or Oh, no, he's still definitely uh, assisting the Squared Away part time. And he very much mentors me, but he still kind of does his own entrepreneurial avenues. I love that because as I get older and older and I get gray and grayer, what I love really is when you meet someone who's doing such incredible work and you realize it's like, okay, you can kind of lock them down for X period of time and then bye-bye or help them get to that next level and in trying to work out processes like that and trying to figure out how to do that. I love when I hear stories like this because when you are an entrepreneur and you find someone else who is doing cool stuff or, or is beginning and building that, you're just like, can we play together? Can we? Yeah. So I love that. I read this quote around Christmas time and it definitely, it reminded me of him and it was a show of success. And I think it was by Gandhi, but it was a show of success is by how many leaders you help build. And I was like, this is 100% Shane to a T because he's constantly talking about how many like building leaders, not building followers. So kudos to my partner in crime, for sure. Well, you know, from just what I've been able to see about you, I could see that. I mean, because of the mission you've created and this ability and from the people you're helping and then your team itself, I've seen freelancers and virtual assistants, but detail is so nice because it is that, you know, just like Stephanie had created We Are Rosie, which is sort of this like the agency slash in-house marketer slash flexibility structure, you know, for changing 
you're creating this more on that like next on a wider spread not on the creative marketing some they go a little bit broader you know some data science and other but like on that broader spread and it is fascinating seeing that and seeing where you're taking that i was going to ask you what you would say but given that so many of your clients are also entrepreneurs in this what advice do you give to entrepreneurs who are in that transition point from, I think I saw your post recently, like, yeah, the first two years we just sort of were there. And then all of a sudden it just started moving. And it, it, I was like, yeah, I, I know that quite well. It's like, you know, the last business I sold the first year and a half, it was like, phone work? It's a phone plug. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, because you put the time and effort from talking to entrepreneurs who are in that period where all of a sudden that's happening that transition point, not zero to one, but more like that eight to 10, you know, like, oh, wait, it's half a million. It's a million, you know, uh." what advice do you give to entrepreneurs in that state? Don't do everything yourself. Ask me how I know. Um, (laughs) I'm definitely that type A person where I always wanted to do everything myself, always from day one. And I just... I broke, to be honest. I cannot do everything. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old and I was just not made to do everything myself. And as much as I would love to do that, I can't. I am doing everybody at Squared Away and our clients a disservice to sit there and think that I even can. By delegating things that make me not be the roadblock to a lot of areas has made me and my team more successful. So delegating the low-hanging fruit to other people that you trust to an assistant if you want that has made me much more productive so that I can focus on the things that can bring in more clients can bring in more assistance and make squared away 10 times more productive than we have been so taking the time to sit down and say okay what can I give away that I don't necessarily need to touch There is 100% going to be a little bit more work on getting everything lined up to give it away. So that will happen. But once you do, you're going to have so much time back to sit down and say, okay, you know what? Now I can actually forward think and I'm not just reacting. I can actually be proactive. That process of being able to give stuff away, that's a great phrase. I know I have difficulty and I know from my experience and my last company was like, oh, I probably started that way too late in the effort. And it sounds like you came from it from like, oh my God, this is not working. But how did it go for you? What I liked from your description, and I'm just going to make a couple of assumptions that I would like to then hear is that like, yes, you came to a point where it was like too much was going on and then nothing was going on at the same time, that lovely part of the business when it happens. But you started working and it was difficult. But then it seems just by the way you described it, that you went through a few iterations. Did it become something you relied on more easily than something you were kind of forced into? Because that's something I know from my experience, it was so difficult to get to that point. And at first it was just like, oh God, I could just do this. and, And then like six months later, I was like, okay, it's still not easy, but I'm not grinding my teeth every time. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was very much a learning process. I teach clients all the time how to delegate. And then I was the worst patient, so to speak, in doing it myself. But I took those baby steps like I teach my clients. 
it's, you know, do the low hanging fruit first and then give away more and more over time. You don't have to give away a massive project right now. You can do pieces of the pie to get you to where you need to be. If you have a 10-hour project one week or a 10-hour project over a month, you can give 30 minutes away over a day or a week or an hour once you build that trust with whoever you're delegating to. And you can tweak the process as you move along until you get it to where you actually want it to be and feel comfortable delegating more. I pick on my assistant all the time. Courtney, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. (laughs) But it was very much like that with her. I have been working with her for about a year now. And I gave her very small things at first. And now, by the grace of God, she gets brain dumps from me (laughs) via email. And uh, she runs with it because we do have that collaborative partnership as an assistant. So it takes time to build that trust in order to just give away the important aspects of your personal life and your business. So it does take time. Yeah. And what I find certain areas of the entrepreneur space, the online, and it's becoming more prevalent, but you know, I used to jokingly like six years ago, I used to call the whole online space. The 80% of it was the four hour work week wannabes. And then there was like the cream of like actual people doing stuff. And you're constantly hearing like, oh yeah, offload everything, offload, yeah, delegate, and yet the difficulty in doing so, getting to that point of being able to—that's the practice. It you know, doing that over a period of time to get that—that I find, I know I have difficulty. So it is kind of cool, like, okay, yes. Yeah, it yeah. is a it is a practice, and it's something that Atomic Habits. You know, it takes a few a little bit to to, to get into it, but if you block. 30 minutes a week on your calendar to say, I'm going to get on a Zoom with Michelle, my assistant, and I'm just going to chat with her about what's living in my brain. And I'm going to have her take notes and help me prioritize my to-do list. And if that happens every single week for 30 minutes, you're going to build that rapport. You're going to build that trust. You're going to see week over week what's getting done, what's getting accomplished, how proactive your assistant's being. And you're going to start giving more and more and more. That trust is going to build over time. And then eventually you're going to look back after a year and say, oh my gosh, how did I ever live without my assistant? I find that what you're saying, because I have brought on recently someone and that process, it has been funny just in a couple of months that we've been working together, watching them, or a few months at this point, it's that, yes, just here's what I'm thinking. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then all of a sudden I turn around and it's like, oh, you created lists and their forms and oh my God. Yeah, I, I agree. That is definitely like at the most setting that down and building that relationship. Given that so much of the audience are actually probably really great potential clients for you, how would you suggest the best way for an entrepreneur talk about that transition that like, okay, upper six, low seven, what's the best way for them to use squared away? You know, should they get their thoughts in order or should they kind of dump craziness or kind of what level of (laughs) Honestly, we get a little bit of both and both are completely fine because that's what we're here for. If you can't organize your own thoughts, that's completely fine. We've got assistance to help you do that. My biggest piece of advice when coming to Squared Away is we get clients all the time who come in and say, well, I have a specific 
assistant that I'm thinking of, I want them to have 15 years of C-level experience working with client or as an executive assistant. And I'm like, okay, hold on, pause. Number one, military spouses that are working with Squared Away, their work-life experience doesn't always look like the cookie cutter resume that you're going to see in the civilian sector. I personally have seen moms who have been out of the workforce for 20 years, but they've been managing moves all over the world. And they have four kids calendars come in and be immaculate when working with CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. So just because their resume doesn't translate to what you think it should, doesn't mean that they're not going to be the best fit for you. So my personal advice is trust our matches and trust our process because working with military spouses is a lot different than working with someone in the civilian sector. So that's my two cents there. But then when getting organized and coming to work with us, it's very simple. I would say think of the first three things that come to mind that you want to give away and let us start there and have that be your base to build from and then just take it away. Three things and take it away. Okay. How do you go about defining your own success? You've created this company. You have great not-for-profit. Obviously, without too much of a guess and having gone through a little bit of your background, you created this because this is your life. How do you go about defining those success for yourself? What does that mean to you? I guess in two ways, personally, because like you said, this is my life. And the first way is with my part, with my family. We are knee deep in our fifth deployment right now. So I've been solo parenting for six months, my five-year-old and two-year-old. The house has not been set on fire. So success. Both kids are alive. Um, all good. I would say my personal life, being able to be with my kids, not miss out, still be there for the milestones when dad is gone and still be able to maintain that lifestyle. So being the present parent when the other one can't be there is huge. So that is success for me. And then kind of going hand in hand with that, being able to grow Squared Away at the same time. Like Squared Away has been growing consistently through this entire deployment with no drops and balls. That's been phenomenal. So professionally, they both go hand in hand. So I feel successful professionally because I've been able to maintain both during deployment. Congratulations. It's a hard work, any of those things individually, and then combined on top is a level of difficulty. You get the judges are holding tens. On <laughs> I definitely did not do it alone. I have a phenomenal team in place at Squared Away. i we would not be here without them. But we have, over the last six months, we've gone from having about 200 teammates to having 240 teammates in six months. And that's been phenomenal growth during a deployment. And we've added so many different perks for our team members. And I'm just extremely proud of all that we're able to do for our military spouses and our assistants. And professionally, being able to do all of that has been extremely fulfilling. So successful number five deployment so far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very cool. 
where are you, you looking to take now that you've made it successful and it's become this and you're growing, being able to grow during all the fun of COVID, where do you want to take this? How much further or where do you see it going? I don't think that we have an end goal in sight. I mean, I just, I would love to see us continue to employ as many military spouses as possible. Right now, our team is about 95% military spouse. I would love for us to just be a phenomenal resource and to be shared by all of the military resources out there and say, hey, you know, here's a recommended company for veterans, military spouses, you name it. I would love for Squared Away to eventually become that. Everyone in the audience, as someone who is checking out some of their services and stuff, I definitely think it's well worth going to GoSquaredAway.com. I'm going to repeat this and then we'll, as always, we'll have everything in the show notes and in our social media, guys. Michelle, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. This is really cool. And like I said, I think you're doing just as someone who's looking for these services, it's like, wow, this is cool. And then the type of business you're building is even cool. And that's what makes being an entrepreneur fun, creating businesses, creating the reality we want to see. So thank you for sharing today. Thank you so much for having me. It's definitely been a pleasure. I've said it a lot of times on the show, I love people who are trying to create new or not new business models because placing an assistant in a company is not a new business model. But the way Michelle is going about it is really, really impactful. I love the focus on military spouses. Yes, as a child of a military family, it is something that I think is way overdue. But even taking that step back, the amount of turmoil that COVID has created within how companies hire, who they hire, where they hire, and where people work that's changing so greatly. You know, when I sold my business now seven years ago, my last big business, I was so focused on never having an office again. And that really put me unique. I have team all over the world. And I love that Michelle is just facilitating this. And and the way she's exploring this model, how she's bringing, you know, from starting more general to now higher and higher levels of talent into potential clients' workplaces. I'm looking forward to using them once I start getting my own move back to the U.S. and I have a little clarity of all the craziness going on. And as I head back to the States, I think what they're doing is pretty cool. Squared Away looks like a company to really pay attention to. Okay, please go check out squaredaway.com. Go check out Michelle. We'll have all of the links to her socials. We'll have links to the site to Squared Away again. And just go check them out. Also, please go to beyondafigures.com, sign up for our newsletter. So that way, when we have other cool entrepreneurs coming on the show, you'll be the first to know. And you'll be able to more easily tell us what you would like to hear. I love when you reach out and let us know things that we should cover or people you think are worth talking to. So please continue doing that. I greatly appreciate that. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful day. I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye-bye. This episode of Beyond Eight Figures is over, but your journey as an entrepreneur continues. So if we can help you with anything, please just let us know. And if you like this episode, please share it with someone who might learn from it. Until next time, keep growing and find the joy in your journey. This is AJ, and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye.